0: Thanks for joining us at the Business Growth Cafe, where each week we select from a menu of topics for a focused discussion with an industry expert to provide insights that can impact your business's growth with your host, Angelo Ponzi.
1: Hi, I'm Angelo Ponzi, your host here at the Business Growth Cafe, and thank you for joining us. There are a lot of changes going on in the marketplace right now as a result of the coronavirus. Companies are scrambling, laying people off, furloughing people, cutting budgets left and right. But well, we all know this is going to end and businesses need to focus not only on today, but what are they going to do tomorrow? What's going to happen when this starts to take a turn and you come out of this marketplace? What kind of situation is your company going to be in? Well, today, my guests are also my partners, and I'll explain that in a second. So today on the show, I have Rich Cacuzo of Sales Velocity Advisors, J.J. Risha of Pismo Ventures, and myself, of course, Angelo Ponzi of the Ponzi Group. And we are all fractional C-suite executives. Rich is sales, J.J. is operations, and you well know that I am marketing. And we also make up an organization called P4 Collective, and we're the three managing partners. So Rich... Why don't you take a a couple seconds and and explain to the audience what is P4? Sure.
0: Um, Thank you, Angelo. Uh, Appreciate the opportunity to be on the show today. So P4 Collective provides consulting and fractional leadership services across the C-suite. It's a one-stop shop, a strike force, if you will, uh, that provides C-suite expertise
1: and counsel. Okay. Now. Just for clarity purposes, and 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 again, I, I'm part of this organization. But one of the things that we we do here is, oh, you know, there's a competitor out there. They have they have C suite people too, and they refer, uh, you know, a, a CMO or an operations person or whatever to other companies. So, but why are we different? What what makes us different, Rich?
0: What makes us stand apart, Angelo, is the fact that we engage with clients at the Um, at the C-suite level as a collective group. So stated another way, in our discovery process, we will meet with the client, the business owner or CEO, as a collective team and talk about their business at the enterprise level, understand where the opportunity gaps are, and then help them diagnose uh, what steps to take in terms of addressing those gaps and prioritizing which resources to bring in to help facilitate that. I think it'd be something more in the lines of, the traditional model is a client will self-diagnose, basically, there's a level of pain or frustration, they self-diagnose what's wrong, and then they'll reach out to their network for a recommendation on a service provider to help them address that area of frustration or pain. Couple things here, number one, you're depending on the client to be correct in their self-diagnosis. Number two, typically when there's dysfunction or, or lack of, of um, effectiveness, a um, lack of success, lack of drive, whatever, in a business, it's the result of multiple areas not working uh, in harmony. And so you're, you're depending on that one service provider to come in and address a specific issue.
1: Yeah, well, let me let me jump over to uh, JJ for a second. Now, in, in, in you know, as part of this team, JJ, how do you see some of our distinct value propositions? And I, I want to get into addressing the original topic was how we're businesses are going to guide businesses. And we're going to talk about that in a second. But from your perspective on a, on P4, you know, how do you see our relevance and and really benefit to potential customers?
2: Uh, thanks, Angelo, for inviting me to the show today. And um, um, I know everybody is going through some rough times, and we are all going through that. So I hope uh, we can shed some light during our conversation today to help uh, the small to medium-sized businesses. Uh, to answer your question, um, I think our value proposition uh, comes from the fact that we, are, um, we have been there and done that as a C-suite or as, as executives who have worked for large companies, small companies, startup companies, and um, have have been in their shoes before. Um, so one thing that I think differentiates us is that um, we, we're not just a consultant uh, that uh, just comes to uh, a business and give them some advice from a consulting standpoint. We're there also in the trenches with them. We're going to help them uh, with whatever their need from deep experience in the field. That's one. Second, uh, just like Rich said, we're going to come at it from a holistic um, perspective. We're not going to be just looking at operations only, which is my specialty, or marketing, which is Angelo's specialty, or uh sales which is rich's specialty for example we're going to come at the entire operation from uh, uh, uh the entire business from a holistic standpoint as a strike team who's who has uh, executive experience in that field therefore we're able to provide um the different Potential perspective of what's going on, what needs to happen, what is the objective that the business is is looking for to accomplish, and we help them move in that direction. And the third um, that I would say from that standpoint is we are able to also concentrate on potentially three different uh, uh, buckets that businesses uh, potentially land in. One is businesses that are potentially growing or on a growth or on a growth path. The second is um, businesses that need restructuring or potentially turnaround, which uh, which this situation, today's climate may put a lot of businesses in that uh, in that bucket. And the third bucket is is if a company is trying to potentially exit uh, or transition to uh, maybe uh, a, a different generation.
1: Okay, you know uh, one of the things I. I that we talk a lot about is, is holistically approaching this. And I think that's a, a strong competitive differentiator for P4 and that other folks that offer some kind of consulting uh, C-suite people, they tend to go in as individuals. And again, for, for P4, we go in holistically, which gives us an opportunity to really assess the business in its entirety in the market and their competition, as opposed to doing it in our individual lanes. Now, so let, let's kind of move into a little bit of what's happening in today's environment and it, it is so crazy out there I mean we're we're all kind of out there with different clients we're seeing clients pull back we're seeing them cut their budgets we're seeing them furlough people as I mentioned in the opening and 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 there, everybody's reacting. So let's let's just start there from from our perspective as business leaders and folks that have been in in the marketplace. And frankly, a few of us have probably even experienced recessionary times. And I know this is different because we have a pandemic going on, but we're heading into recessionary times and we need to think about that as well. So, um, Rich, I'm going to go back to you. What what are some of the things you're seeing from a a client perspective um, uh, from your point of view?
0: Angel, I would say, from my perspective, there's two distinct camps of uh, in terms of just the, the business climate that's out there now. Uh, there are business owners and CEOs that are in defense mode, batten down the hatches, cut expenses, furlough people, and just ride this out. Uh, and there's another group that is really focused on um, change and agileness. Adapting quickly to a shifting landscape and looking for opportunity to uh, serve and add value to customers and prospects across a multitude of industries, especially those industries that have been deemed essential for this uh, unprecedented uh, time that we are in at the moment.
1: Okay. how about you, JJ? What are you what are you seeing out there?
2: Um. I, I think Rich said it right. So there, people are gonna either uh, wait until things come back, uh, and it's at no fault. At, it's not their fault. It's 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 the climate. That's what's happening. Um, the the other side of, of potentially uh, some businesses um, could be flourishing due to the climate because they are uh, they are in need or, or, or the entire business environment needs them in order to get there. But regardless of which camp um, uh, businesses would fall in, um, businesses potentially need to really make sure that they only um, – they, they, they preserve cash, they only use it for the specific needs if there are potential marketing needs that are very specific so it's not a it's not a good time to go and spend money on fixing your website for example from a marketing standpoint do you really need to fix your website today as an example versus can you use that cash to really reach uh, low-hanging fruit customers that could potentially turn into uh, prospects that turn into customers so it's very important to really make sure that uh, regardless of what camp you 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 fit you fit in, uh, that you use your cash um, uh, wisely.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, and I would agree with you. And 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 you know, I'm more on the strategic side, not necessarily on the tactical side. So I agree wholeheartedly. The last thing um, I, I want to do is start generating a whole lot of tactics for the sake of tactics and where they're investing their dollars. And I think that's part of it is looking at the strategic approach to what's going on now where can they shift so really getting into the insights and and so i want to segue now into talking a little bit about uh, an upcoming webinar that we do have which is on uh, tuesday april 7th from from 12 to 1 you can uh, go to the p4 website that's p4collective.com and you can sign up right from there and i think it's going to be a great seminar we have the three of us talking about how we see the marketplace from our different uh, perspectives. And we also will be adding a fourth um, from the P4 team, which is uh, Leilani Khoury, who is also the HR person. And so we'll be spending about kind of six minutes, a little bit of a TED talk kind of approach and a lots of Q&A from a panel standpoint. So let's, let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, the focus for our, our webinar is to look at how businesses can, thrive, if you will, and survive today, but preparing themselves to weather this storm and to come out the other side, especially as we start to make that turn and the market comes back really quickly. So, um, uh, Rich, why don't you talk a little bit about the, about the seminar, the webinar, uh, coming up on Tuesday and why sure. my listeners should listen.
0: Well, Angelo, you know, there's been so many listen. In the midst of the pandemic there's been an infodemic right just this tsunami of information that has come our way over the last three weeks and in the main most of it is well intended but it's very targeted and that could be specific to um the care act and as it relates to loans and employees and things of that nature and while we'll talk about some of those things we really are taking more of an enterprise level view, recognizing yes, people first, and Leilani will talk to that uh, from an expert standpoint, what you should be focused on and helping as a leader of your company navigate through this from the people aspect, But also too, what are you doing as it relates to your customers? And what are you doing in terms of revenue, preserving existing clients, as well as trying to generate new business? And then as JJ spoke about a few minutes ago, really looking at your expenses and your cash flow and what are our best practices you should be taking during this period. Ultimately where our focus is navigating today through this uncertain time and preparing for tomorrow, because we will get to a point of stabilization and those businesses that are prepared today and take specific steps to not only survive this current moment but thrive when things get to uh, more of a stable environment they're the ones that are going to prosper going forward on the back end of, of whatever the new normal looks like right. for all of us
1: right yeah I've been actually calling it the next new normal because I feel like we have the new normal when we came out of the last recession and, and it's interesting I've done I've done some research in actually preparing for the, the seminar and and looking at historical recessions and these kinds of downturns. And one of the things that came out of the studies were that companies that cut costs fast and deep compared to their rivals didn't necessarily win in the end. And long story short, only 9% of the companies that came out of these recessionary times and these downturns really flourished. And, um, and about 80 percent of them were really not even reaching uh, uh, pre-recessionary growth rate. So there's something to be said for really looking at some <clears throat> historical facts and understanding, you know, not just reacting. I had a, a gentleman on my show the other day, uh, Gleb Tepersky, who talked about disasters that are created from gut reactions and all the cognitive biases that go into decision making. And I think this is an important time that you don't want to be uh, working in a silo and making decisions on your own, that you really need to look collaboratively uh, with your team. So one of the things I always talk about is, is listen to your customers, right? I'm the voice of the customer. I'm a, I'm a research guy. And we have to understand what's really going on with them, protecting that loyal base. But you also want to make sure that you're able to mine those prospects as you're coming out of this. So really spending the time for me to talk to uh, my clients, customers base and make sure they understand how their customers are reacting is really, really important. Um, JJ, I want to ask you, I mean, one of the things I I hear is companies are doing the work. They're providing the services and doing all that, but there's a high level of concern at the end of the day, they're not going to get paid. So, are you hearing that, and, and what are some of your suggestions on really making that uh, a strategic uh, issue?
2: Um, I'm hearing that all the time. Uh, because every, It's a ripple effect. It's a, it's a domino effect, and uh, everybody's feeling the same pain, and it's going across the board from one company to the next. I could tell you some of the customers that I know um, – that have for example yearly or monthly subscriptions their customers are saying okay can we uh, we paid for the yearly subscription can we get uh, a re, a, re, a rebate or some refund for the for the for the 3 months we're not going to be able to use them and it's really tough because that money either has been spent or it's They're still the, the businesses are still um Really paying for their uh, expenses, which really uh, it needs to be able to, uh, they need to be able to do that continuously. So, so I'm hearing this across the board. Uh, and I think the best way to do this is uh, potentially, um, uh, try to figure out the best way to keep your customers, maybe potentially w- with the example that I just gave is instead of telling the, uh, giving the customer back, maybe uh, three months refund, you say, we will add an additional three months at the end of your subscription. So that could potentially help. Uh, maybe negotiate with vendors. Um, the vendors uh, that potentially are larger vendors, they can sustain a little bit more, maybe uh, uh, negotiate 60 or 90-day uh, payment. So that helps a little bit. Um, but it is currently about... Uh, You know, about cash flow, about how much uh, cash is coming in, how much is cash is going out. Potentially, uh, you know, if you can minimize expenses, you can negotiate payment terms would be great. And and and. but at the same time with this new cares act that was passed there is what's called the ppp uh, payment protection plan or program i should say it's really important that small businesses take advantage of that um and there's a lot that's a, that's been written on it and on online but i could tell you in in a, in a sentence or two it's basically providing businesses with the ability to get two and a half times their monthly payroll, rent, um, and some other expenses where they can use that um, in order to continue to, to sustain their current uh, uh, their current uh, employees so they stay on payroll. And um, down the road, th- uh, that 75% or up to 75% of that money, which is originally uh, given to businesses as a loan, will be forgiven. So it's a great, great program for businesses to take advantage of today.
1: Okay, fantastic. And I think when we get into our webinar next week, we're going to we're going to see some of that uh, uh, from Leilani. You know, I, I think one of the key factors is leadership. It's so important that the leaders of organizations really take the helm and, and really guide their folks, especially since most of them are working remote, which they've never done before. So, Rich, from a sales perspective, I mean, the leadership of, of the CEO or the sales leadership, setting is there, are they setting new KPIs and, and different guidelines and measurements so that people can feel productive in, a, in this different environment? And, and how are they handling all that from your perspective?
0: good question angelo and actually I would respond uh, more from a, a broader based company-wide perspective and the, the best leaders are the ones that are out in front and they are really focused on their employees as well as their vendors and suppliers and asking questions like how are you how's your family how are you dealing you know with this this current situation right what can I do to help I think from a leadership standpoint, you know, you want to be able to demonstrate calmness during the storm and someone who is going to be very good at uh, communicating on an ongoing daily, if not hourly basis, like depending on what's happening with inside that business, whatever's mission critical, really focusing on um, the current state and what you're doing to support uh, clients, uh, what you're doing to um, be a, a value to essential businesses. You know, specific to a sales organization, you know, especially the, everyone working from home in most cases. You know, you really need to be uh, front and center uh, with that group and keeping them motivated. And you're right; you do need to make some adjustments in many cases to uh, KPIs and to the sales incentive plan. You you want to incent the right behavior. Recognize that. These are different times. There's no playbook for this, so you have to be creative and innovative in how you um, incent your employees uh, to to be you know out there doing what you needed to do to keep the lights on and to help you navigate through this.
1: So um, we're we're down to the last uh, four or five minutes, and so I'm going to go around the around the room here and. Uh, think about one or two or three kind of tips suggestions guidance that that someone can implement or some a business leader can implement today that's really setting them up for the future and I'll go back to you JJ
2: thanks Angelo it's 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 very tough but I'm gonna'm I'm gonna say a couple of things that could potentially maybe motivate people. Um, One is uh, a lot of companies uh, in today's market, a lot of businesses find ways to flourish and to shine. And so there are, uh, we will find out in the next year or so that there's a dozen companies, couple of dozen companies that really made a huge difference and therefore they, they've they've not only made a difference in the current environment, but they've they've set themselves up for, for success. Um, as far as so so think outside the box. So that's the first thing I would say. So it's not status quo. Um, so you have to think outside the box. Um, it, it could be that you may want to uh, look for people that. Uh, can help you in this environment? Uh, it could be that you 're looking for either individuals or firms that could help you in this environment. It could be that uh, you use your your cash reserves for purposes that really make the needle move so it 's not status quo don 't keep doing the exact same thing as you 've done before. You have to make changes.
1: okay, Rich, how about you? Two, three uh, suggestions, tips for the listeners?
2: Sales is an essential
0: function to every business, so you need to make sure that your sales team is engaged and and motivated and focused on the right things. Set them up for success. Look at your value proposition, and is there an opportunity to pivot and provide something unique or different? Examples being GM and Ford that are out there producing ventilators or Louis Vuitton luxury group. Instead of filling perfume bottles, they're doing hand sanitizer. What about your business? What can you do differently? How can you meet the needs of the essential uh, companies that are out there today that are operating? And then from a sales point of view, you know, those work from home reps, are they equipped with the right technologies, the right tools, the right resources to be successful? Are you engaged with them on a daily basis, keeping them motivated, addressing any concerns they have, and again, capitalizing on opportunities, this is a time to be bold. It is not a time to sit back and wait for the storm to pass. We have no idea what the expiration date is here. So don't, we could be talking months, we have no idea. And, and I don't say that from an alarmist standpoint, I say that from you have just, you need to focus on the reality and you need to help your company survive and thrive during these unprecedented times.
1: All right, thank you, thank you. And and I'd like to add, I think there's a couple areas that I wanna point out, and one is, you, you need to protect your brand. You need to stay true to who you are, your value propositions, your positioning in the marketplace. Yes, you can pivot and make some adjustment adjustments on the products and services that you might be doing to fulfill the needs, as Rich was just talking about. But at the end of the day, you don't want to bastardize your brand. For example, if you're a, a, a luxury brand and all of a sudden you start catering to the dollar store folks, you know that potentially is going to cause market confusion, impact your loyal customers. And really open up an opportunity for your competitors. And that's the other point I want to make. Your competitors, if you're in a scramble mode and you're trying to figure out what to do, where are you are going to get your revenue from, so are your competitors. They're watching you. And if they're not, they should be watching you for your mistakes and and those gaps that you might open up for them to take advantage. So you really need to have not only a defensive competitive strategy in place, but also an offensive strategy in place because they might open up opportunities for you to expand into new markets and uh, take advantage of coming out of this uh, on the other end with new opportunities uh, for your future growth gentlemen it has been uh been fun and i really appreciate uh, you both joining me at the at the last minute here i know we're all working hard and and having lots of different things to do and especially as we prepare once again for our webinar on tuesday april 7th um but again go to p4collective.com and there's a button right on the main page for you to sign up and register for this webinar this is just a taste of what you're going to hear uh, lalani's going to join us and um so it's going to be really informative, and that is the program. We're going to be having some uh, special offers, um, actually free offers, uh, for those that attend the webinar and, and looking at how we can provide uh, a free value of our assessment, which is about a $750 value plus some, some of our time for consultation is a way to give back. So we're encouraging everybody to show up to this uh, webinar on Tuesday. Thank you again, and I look forward to seeing you on the webinar. Thanks, Angelo. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you for joining us at the Business Growth Cafe today. You can find out more about me, read my blogs, or view my show videos at theponzigroup.com. And I encourage you to go to the P4 Collective, that's P4, the number 4, collective.com, to find out more about P4 and also to subscribe to the webinar right there on the main page and if your business is ready for growth and you need a CMO, but you're not quite ready for a full-time person yet, connect with me. I'd welcome the opportunity to explore the benefits of using a fractional CMO. And lastly, please subscribe to this show. And if you're already a subscriber, I encourage you to let others know about the show so they can enjoy this great content like you heard today and all of our other shows that you can subscribe to at the businessgrowthcafe.com or wherever your favorite podcast platform is. Join me next week for lunch at the Business Growth Cafe.
0: Thank you for listening to today's discussion at the Business Growth Cafe with your host, Angelo Ponzi. Take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and visit our website at www.businessgrowthcafe.com. Read Angelo Ponzi's blogs at www.theponzigroup.com.